0: We're now listening to the Zesty Soy pod Zesty. hello everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Soy pod In this episode, I'll be talking about why, I guess, my overall review of the new movie, The Suicide Squad, and why it's not really a review because I exited um the um the movie before uh, I finished. As an exited, I meant I um, just closed the tab that I was watching on my laptop, and yeah, um, I guess given the increasing rise in COVID cases, um, I didn't really want to go to theaters to watch this movie, this film, so I had to watch it while I was on the exercise bike, just working out, would be a good way to kill time I guess, and yeah, this was the biggest film out, it got pretty good ratings, and yeah, um, I guess my first impressions of the film is that it's already much better than the 2016 um, Suicide Squad film that um, seemed very clumped seemed um didn't really have a great plot line um the 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 villain was um, weird relatively speaking and overall it was a bit fun at times um i didn't hate it as much as most other people but you could definitely see um in this film there's like more like comedy comedy like i um, can definitely see james Gunn's touch like it's very cool um i i really i really enjoyed it like especially like they don't really like they don't really repeat a lot of the parts from the or the, suicide, the 2016 one. Um like they immediately go into Task Force X. Oh, um and of course, spoiler heavy spoilers ahead, um if you haven't watched the film yet, um obviously. If you're clicking on what listening to this podcast, you probably have don't really care about spoilers, so Yeah. Um yeah, in the beginning, you see Amanda Waller setting Task Force X. They don't really have a large introduction like before, um, and yeah, they're, they're going to, they're going to go to this Island. Um, and yeah, you could see, you could really tell that there's two squ- like there's two squads and it was really cool. Like I enjoyed it. Like how they didn't really have like all those like 20 or like over 10 different like, um, villains like together at once. Kind of like the original, I mean, not original, 2016 movie. They had, like, everyone all at once, and then they killed off people one by one. Um, like, this one, it's not really as, I guess, cringe-like. Um, as Not really cringy, but, like, not really, like, as clumped. Because there is some timeline back and forth, stuff like, two days ago, dot, dot, dot. But it was a clear difference. You could see the two different um, squads, two different Task Force X teams, two different suicide squads. Um, I guess they're they're separate, and then they got reunited. But they killed off most of them at the very beginning, which I was pretty pleased about. Since after hearing like the full star-studded cast, like um, all the big-name villains, like Captain Boomerang, um, like the King Shark, like all those really cool ones, um, Polka Dot Man, um, Rick Flag, Harley Quinn, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, like all those people at once, it it's just hard to make a coherent film. Especially the one without too much plot build up like like unlike the Avengers films, like we don't really have too much backstory on all of these characters, so it's kind of hard to develop the film as it goes along with all that, so good to kill them all off, but don't really give too much backstory on each of them i I think like um previously they in the twenty sixteen film that they, they went a bit too much into each of the villains, like I think this one's a bit more simple, like the prison scene, like in the penitentiary scene the bell reeve penitentiary it wasn't as like convoluted like long so a-, a more of the plot like more of the percentage proportion of the plot is devoted to i guess actual plot rather than just introduction and all that since when you have these many like um big name um comic book comic f- strip comic comic um characters you don't really want to like it- do a huge introduction for all of them or else. It'll just be boring like it'll take up most of the plot and it'll be and the real plot would be a bit trash like the 2016 film and i enjoyed this one a lot more obviously like like most of them the first squad die off and then just harley quinn and um rick flag join um the second squad which is peacemaker king shark polka dot man Ratcatcher 2 i really enjoyed like the the second squad a lot a lot of unique characters like polka dot man like pretty funny at times, like, he seems, I guess, the most kind of, like, normal-ish person, like, just super overpowered ability, but just casual, and of course, Ratcatcher too. um, uh, I guess, pretty casual as well, always sleepy, I guess, kind of, like, the le- less serious of the squad, and King Shark, um, the CGI, um, pretty good, I guess, like, nothing to complain about, um, not super horrible, it's a, just, like, solid character all around, Peacemaker, yeah, I really enjoyed John Cena. Um, the scenes he was in, um, very solid. I enjoyed it, like by a lot of charisma. He like definitely a positive in this film. And of course, Bloodsport. Idris Elba. Like people thought it was Deadshot before, but when it was announced, cause he was like I kind of replacing Will Smith. But I guess this time it was um, Peacemaker. Um, I don't know not, not Peacemaker. I mean Bloodsport, which is kind of similar to um Deadshot and. Casim interacting with his daughter a bit, um, I guess, in the film, kind of looks like similar to how um, Deadshot was interacting with his daughter in the original one. Didn't really like that interaction too much, but I guess he is one of the, I guess, the "quote unquote" main char- main villains or main characters of the Suicide Squad. So I guess they wanted to give a bit bigger introduction to, Pete, I guess, Bloodsport. Um, but yeah, it is what it is, and yeah project starfish um i guess i enjoyed it kind of like like i just like it is not some random villain like some random um villain like the last one i think the the last film the twenty sixteen suicide squad it was like a legit villain but like it wasn't like i don't know like for me like i watched like the d c animated d c animated universe animated stuff d c e u stuff i don't like the, like, the DC um, animations, and, yeah, I've se- definitely seen the, um, the Starfish, um, Star of the Conqueror. Like, I've definitely seen a few plots about that, and, yeah, it's a really OP supervillain. And it's, it's something really powerful, a really powerful alien, and, yeah, it makes sense for him to... S- it's a big enough of a threat that, yeah, it makes sense to send a whole Suicide Squad in. But, except, um... Mm, yeah, it's, it's it's. I think it's a much bigger villain to just. I don't know. My opinion, maybe maybe just having th- this villain die off in just one big film might not be the best idea. Um, but always possible for like a return or something. But, um, yeah, Starro died in this film. Um, I guess we got to saw its mind control abilities a bit, but um, there's definitely like a few other um villains and supernatural um aliens all, extraterrestrials. Villains in the DC universe that they can use aside from Starro, in, in future films they s- decide to use a similar supervillain ability route. But yeah, the writer sees Starro um, play a m- more bigger role since it doesn't definitely has the potential for a much bigger mind control kind of thing. But aside from that, um, yeah, um, the Thinker. I've I've def- I stopped watching Flash after season four. And seems like they devoted a whole season to this um, thinker um, villain in the TV show, and I guess they put it in the DC um, film universe for just just as a very side character, not really kind of neutral. Um, um, kind of I don't know. It seems it seems very like Clifford DeVoe, um, the thinker, like on the Flash, got a whole season. A bunch you saw how powerful he was in the flash and now his role in this film is just relegated to i guess um i guess a scientist guy who can who knows how this the uh, star of the conqueror works and um yeah it just didn't seem as powerful as he could be like he didn't unlock his true potential um the metahuman th- thinker um and i'm pretty sure he died um unless uh 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 yeah um i guess the staro kills the thinker i think um if i can recall correctly like i'm reading off the plot like i didn't i skipped a lot of parts and i didn't really finish it but yeah i just read the plot and like uh, it's pretty interesting but yeah it just didn't really attract me all too much like like star of the conquer, um main villain, I guess the main villain are I guess the corto maltese people, um the government or the military government kind of thing, which is decent all right, um trying to get to a fortress, try to blow it up, um yeah, it's pretty cool, um, but it's not something that interests me all too much, like there aren't really like bigger consequences to this within the d c film universe. And to be honest, like, the DC films haven't really been coherent to the point that they're they're more interconnected. They, like, films affect other films, like how Marvel has done. Marvel's, like, super, like, super um, box office formulas and all that kind of stuff. But So I wasn't really as invested into this since, like... Like, I might might be more invested in, like, the superhero films in terms of just villains, um... Yeah, it's solid, I guess. Like, at the end, I really just expected, I guess, a f- few villains to survive, and they pretty much are s- pretty much um, set free, kind of. And and I guess they can be villains in future films, or anti heroes, or whatever. But, yeah, this is not really a big deal in terms of stuff. It's just a fun film, I guess, to watch. A lot of action, a lot of new characters that we haven't seen, and James Gunn made it really entertaining, for sure. It's just that after reading the whole plot while watching the film, um, I just really lost interest. Since yeah, um, I guess it's just me. But yeah, it's it's definitely much better. Like the, the just from the first five minutes, you can definitely tell it's much better than the first one, for or not the first one, but the 2016 one. I won't really call it the original one since um, doesn't really deserve that title this 2016 suicide squad doesn't deserve the title of the original film since it was that bad so i just call it a 2016 suicide squad film um yeah um starro um it would be cool to see if i guess i guess after the suicide squad mission is complete and they didn't battle starro maybe it would be cool to see some heroes join and attack um, Attack Star, um kind of like Superman, Batman, all that kind of stuff, but obviously that would be a much higher budget. And it's definitely way out of scope of a simple, simple, quick, not really quick, but just a simple, um, simple, um, bad villain team-up film. So that was cool. I guess it was, was cool just to see um, Harley Quinn survive, obviously. Don't know if she'll be back. I don't know if... Um, I don't know if like they have any plans for Harley Quinn in the future. King Shark, um yeah too, I definitely want to see him in a future film like Sylvester Stallone. I guess his voice is pretty nice for this character. And obviously I enjoy having like a beast and animal as as like one of the I guess part of the team. Definitely like kinda like comedic relief, but kinda really cool to see, I guess, different abilities. Ratcatcher 2 survives. That's pretty cool. Um, and I guess yeah, Bloodsport I guess it would be cool to see in the future. Like, attack the weapons, obviously. Very Deadshot, Deadshot-esque. And it was pretty cool as well. Um, Polka Dot Man I would definitely like to have seen more of, I guess, seen him survive. But um, I guess it's fine. Um, not really. It's just, just like a really cool villain with a really cool ability, pretty chill overall. Um, but there's probably a bit, many more cool villains with with unique abilities that we can see in the future. So it doesn't really matter if people are kept around or dead. Um. Yeah. Um. I didn't watch Birds of Prey. I guess that's don't know if that's a good thing or a um, bad thing, but, um, like, the Birds of Prey 2019 film, 2020 film, like, I wasn't really too interested, so I'm just like, oh, uh, whatever. Um, I assume, I'm not sure if um, Birds of Prey is, like, how connected it is to this film in terms of, like, Harley Quinn and perhaps some other villains, but I don't think it is, and yeah, um, it says weasel. Yeah. Weasel and peacemaker are both alive and I didn't really care overall. Um, the peacemaker is alive, which is cool. Of course, John Cena, like, I guess he had a pretty nice part in this film. Uh, I guess in regards to the hard drive, um, hard drive, um, America's involvement with Project Starfish. Uh, yeah, I guess um, it's just government being knowing all that kind of stuff, kind of like the, the comics and the animated series. Like, yeah, the government a lot of secret stuff going on. That, um, I guess, even superheroes and all that don't know. So, that's pretty interesting. Like, yeah, I. I, I Like, I guess the government knew about Project Starfish. So, uh, yeah. Overall, um, I think think this is a very solid film. I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Um, Makes no sense, considering I didn't finish the film, so I don't really have solid judgment behind it. But again, this is just my opinion, based off of what I saw, based off of reading the plot, based off of, I guess, how different it is from the original. Not original to 2016 Suicide Squad, and based off of um, how the film turned out, how I guess it was very unique, very different approach, and very enjoyable to watch overall. It's it's just that just not my type of thing overall, but it's still pretty enjoyable still. So for as much as I watched it, it gave me some time to kill off. Cause it gave me some entertainment time. So I it it is something I'd still. Um, recommend to other people to watch since it. I'm pretty sure a lot of other people would enjoy it. So yeah, it's pretty nice. So, so yeah, thanks for listening. Stay zesty.